Hello, Talk BFC on the Spotify. This this is somewhat new. This is somewhat different. Uh, we yeah, we started a Spotify. Um, this is just obviously, you know, we're going to be posting mainly some some of our some of our YouTube content on here in audio files, just in case. Obviously, some of some of our YouTube videos are quite long. Like um, in the past, some of them have been like an hour and a half. Like some of them have been just over an hour. So. Obviously, if you can't watch that in full or whatever, or you prefer to listen to them in a podcast type of way, um, you know, on the way to work or whatever, we will be posting that now on the Spotify. And yeah, I'm quite excited for this. I think it'll be good. It's something new. It's something different. Um, so yeah, I really hope you um, you all enjoy this, and 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 hopefully, you know, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, it's something new for Talk BFC. So. Yeah, it's sort of like a, yeah, it's a podcasty type thing. But not only that, though, there will be exclusive content on the Spotify, including this one today. Um, obviously, we know Chris Wood is leaving. We asked on the Instagram account, um, you know, what 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 everyone's feelings were towards this this move by Newcastle. Uh, Chris Wood, obviously, leaving to Newcastle for in the range of twenty to twenty five million, and yeah, it's. People have got very different opinions. We got a lot of responses to this, a lot more than I uh, expected to get, and I'm quite excited. So basically, this one is just going to be reading your responses to Chris Wood outing, and also talking about obviously the possibilities of, you know, we we spoke about in past videos on our YouTube channel, but Fulgini, Fofana, you know, what these new you know players that were sort of linked with you know, how they could be and, and, and maybe a new one as well that we've heard of. Um, so, you know, stick around um, the whole podcast and we'll get straight into your guys' responses to the Chris Wood outing. You know, we have we have a couple here. We have um, Caleb who says, very happy with 25 mil for a 30-year-old with no technical ability and three goals all season. I think a lot of us are forgetting because I see another one here by a, a D Halshaw that says no prem quality. I think a lot of us are forgetting what Chris Wood actually has done for Burnley. You know, in, in the past what, three, four seasons, you know, he scored 10 plus goals consistently in the Premier League apart from this season. I think that's that's not really to be messed with. I think, you know, he's, he's a good player. And I think, yeah, I think age definitely is on our side with, you know, his leaving 30 years old. For 25 million, I think that's a great deal, especially with the former years in this season. However, I've still, you know, you've still got to think he is still very much Prem quality. Um, there's no doubt in that. I think he's still a very, very, very good player. And I think we are going to lose a very good player. I think he's still integral to our team. Um, obviously, new signings need to come in and we're going to speak about them. But yeah, I think we do forget quite quickly in football how well this player has done for us over the seasons because they're having one bad season and yeah it's okay to criticize him off of, off of that season that he's having but I think we need to remember you know this this player has done bits for Burnley and he will probably continue to do bits for Newcastle for you know a good season or two and and he's gonna really try and fight and get them up and I think it's I mean, Jamie Foxx here. Glad he's a fan of the <laughs> Talk BFC, Jamie Foxx, you know. <laughs> no, but he, he says uh, brilliant signing for Newcastle, which 
I agree with. I think it's very clever by them to get a relegation rival, you know, main striker. Um, yes, you could say they've overpaid for him, but I think it's very clever of them to to do what they've done to get that type of player in. Um, and, you know, a striker is needed by them. They keep saying so. Yeah, I think I think all in all for Newcastle, apart from money wise, I think it is a very clever, smart, and good transfer for them. With us, um, I've said it before, you know, I'll say it again that I think it is right now a hard one to lose. He's a very good player for us. You know, you can say he's not, you know, but you know, in, in past seasons, you know, his stats are shown he's a good player for us. Scoring ten plus goals at Burnley is, is difficult in the Premier League as well. Come on, that is difficult to do. But I think it just depends on who we bring in now, whether if after the January window we haven't brought anyone really in, then it could still prove to be a bad signing. Uh I mean a bad a bad um a bad departure on Burnley's part. If we don't really bring anyone in to replace or strengthen the team in any way, then it will look worse for us, definitely. And I think we can only really judge this transfer until after the transfer window is shut to really get a full like, okay, what what we're we looking at here? How is it okay, how is it how is it gonna affect us now? We can't we can't bring anyone in. But we'll see, we'll see. I think we obviously we can still judge it now. Uh, Jamie Fox also said we're getting relegated. Um, Will says plays like a donkey, absolute robbery for 25 mil as long as we buy someone. I think that is the key point I just said. I think we do need to buy someone. I think that is that is that is a huge part of it. We definitely do need some quality here. We definitely do need to sign someone, and I think that is what Burnley fans are going to be looking for. We we need to have a good January window. We never do. I can't remember the last time we had a good January transfer window. So hopefully Alan Pace turns this around and we have a good January transfer window for once. Um, Alistair says, good deal. Has been abysmal this season and now the board have to replace him. I think also it's it's sort of, you know, it, it's sort of good. I get possibly maybe for the other strikers we have in our team, you know, then we have to, you know, change it and... and and start maybe a Vidra, a J-Rod, maybe even look to bring Barnes back in. Yes, they haven't been that prolific this season, but, you know, Deitch, we all know, is quite stubborn. So I think this, you know, obviously leaving uh, um, Chris Wood, Chris Wood leaving to Newcastle, I think it will be good to see um, maybe a new striker come in and, and maybe do well for us. Maybe it's Vidra's chance, you know, maybe all the criticism I've given him in the past, maybe he can go on and shine and, and win a Ballon d'Or <laughs> or even J-Rod. I think J-Rod is still a good good striker. You know, he proves it. He's our cup, cup goal scorer, you know what I mean? He just scores in the cup, it seems. But, yeah, I think it is time for one of them players to step up or definitely sign a replacement. Um, Toby says, obviously, to reinvest all this money in January, otherwise we are down. Morgan says, good sale for us, but bad timing. I guess that is another thing. You know, it is bad timing. It's January. I would have liked to maybe have, have sold him in, in the summer, you know, um, after the season, seeing how we were. But then we probably might have not got as much money for him. I guess you've got to look at it that way. Maybe we wouldn't have got 
you know, the the release clause money, you know, the 20, 20 to 25 million if we were in the championship with him. Um, uh, Thomas says, uh, reset and regroup. Canavine uh, Lee um, says, can't blame him, to be honest. Like, he's served his time here and done as well and got an opportunity to move on. Fair enough. I think that's it, yeah. You know, I, I, we, we obviously, I think the biggest... The biggest motivation for his move, on my part, what I see is, first off, money. You know, it's it's a huge opportunity for Chris Wood to go um, to a place that has a ton of money to offer, and he he's definitely getting a huge pay rise. We, I think, all that obviously that's that's a known yeah, it's a known fact. Burnley don't have as much money as as Newcastle, but he's also going to a team that look very exciting right now. You know, they have you know. They are the richest club in the world. It's 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 summit that's it, it's just it's a creative playground over there, and to be a part of it sounds exciting. So you can't blame him for that, you know. A team that is the richest club in the world have so much to spend, are looking to really change their ways, and you know probably if they stay up, fight for more and fight for you know. Europa League, you know, a top half and then Europa League and then Champions League, you know, a bit like City did. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that, you know, compared to Burnley, who is where it's always like sluggish, you know, just avoid relegation, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess in that sense as well, that's got to be a lot of motivation there to, to try and stay up and, and, and that's got to be a lot of motivation to move to that club. And, um, yeah, you can't blame him for that. And he has served as well. Um, Billy says, good money to get someone new. Think J-Rod and Vids can do a decent job temporarily. Um, which, yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm yet to see it this season. Maybe it's because of the playtime. But I'm also yet to see Vidra really stand out in any season. I think he's still a fan favourite. He definitely is. When he comes off the bench, you know, you can tell. And I definitely think he gives it his all. But it's, there's a difference between, you know, giving it your I can give it my all in like, I can give it my all on the football pitch, but I'll still be shit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think there is a difference between giving your all and just having that ability. I think to get someone in with that ability would be huge. Um, If we spend, uh, 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 Jay uh, Fleetwood says, if we spend the money well and ASAP, uh, then the deal could work in our favour, definitely. Liam said he's been a good asset, but honestly, believing believe something has been stagnant all season with him. Yeah, I mean, Connor's mentioned this in in, in past videos um, that obviously the Wolves thing. I was at Wolves, and I I, I can't remember it happening, but it's probably because I was, you know, I probably wasn't looking at that time to there, but. Chris Wood gets subbed off and he has a bit of a row with um, Sean Dyche. And there is, there is there is sort of a hostility there. There is sort of a hostility, definitely, with manager and, and, and probably frustration between manager and player there. And, and our season doesn't help on that. You know, if we were looking calmly to stay up, I think, and we were having a good season, I think, obviously, these situations wouldn't happen. But, yeah, I... Um, I also don't believe that we wanted him to leave at all. And if it was just a regular bid, like 15 million or whatever, and it wasn't release clause, we wouldn't have let him go. 
Sean Dyche wouldn't have let Chris Wood go at all. And uh, I think that's why it boils down to, I guess, it is definitely the release clause that, that's let him go. I think it is also smart by Burnley to make sure that we get that release clause, that we get that, and it's sort of like a, yeah, you know, you can't have him. We're not going to sell you him. So the only way you're able to get him is to probably pay over price. And they have done. And, yeah, I think... <laughs> I think, obviously, I don't think we would have wanted him to go. I don't think Daesh definitely wouldn't have wanted him to go, even after all this, you know, these situations of, of dissent and all that. Um, but I still think that Daesh w- would have preferred Chris Wood to stay. But also, we, now we're going to have to see a different side of Daesh. You know, you know, in the past, how many seasons, you know, he's just played the same strikers, also the same defenders and all. And we know that, he, you know, he's got a good eye for, you know, these defenders and it seems like every time we're able to bring another good defender in but you know we're gonna have to see him really maybe rotate the squad a little bit and see a different side to our playing um or bring obviously these players in which we've mentioned and we will mention in more detail in a bit um thomas said he's been our man for many years he deserves this now let's go in for weghurst i've actually never heard of weghurst i mean I don't know. <laughs> uh, Powell says, uh, "Wish him best. Life goes on." I guess that's. I guess that is the motto. Uh, Nick says, "A bit taken back, but maybe it will open our door for a new type of strike, um, someone more dynamic." Yeah, well, you know what? We'll start the discussion now. Fofana. Um, apparently, obviously, this morning I'm recording it. It's nearly nine in the morning. I'm recording this podcast. Um, we have put in a 17 million euro bid for Fofana, which is expected to be rejected. Um, and we, I think even if it is rejected, we still keep going for it. We still keep, you know, if we can get this player for, you know, for 22, 23 million, you know, or just under, I think it'll be great. So we have to keep going with this. Bofana would be such an asset to the club. And I, th- yeah, I think he can play striker, he can play midfield. And, you know, I think it's better having these players who can play different positions. Cornet can play left back, but can also play striker. You know, having these players who can, who are very versatile and can play these different positions, definitely. Whether Fofana plays striker or midfielder, I don't know. But we have to go and try and sign him. He'll be a great asset. It'll be someone different. He will also link up well with um, Maxwell Cornet, you know, Ivory Coast star there, both of them. You know, why not go for it? Why not? You know, have Cornet someone who he can bounce off of, you know, help out the midfield a bit more because they have been shocking this season as well. And it'll cause a threat. It'll be something different. It'll be something that the teams will look at and go, oh, how are they going to play? You know, they'll probably play a bit of Burnley way, but also with a bit of flair, Fofana, Cornet, you know, Dwight McNeil maybe can get back to his best. Who knows, with these players in. And um, and also a Fulgini. I think we do have to spend a lot of money. You know, a Fulgini and a Fofana, I, come on, that would be huge. Fulgini attacking midfielder. You know, maybe he could play striker as well. Who knows, but... 
these different players give us something different. And it seems like we are um, really going in the French league, you know, a lot. And it, we, I think we are doing that because, first off, to get away from our type, stereotype of like, you know, English players, you know, all that, you know, Brexit, you know, we have that sort of stereotype. And maybe Alan Pace wants to get away from that a little bit, which, fair enough, I, you know, for me, I, it's not that I didn't see a problem with it. It's just, I, you know, I just, I want us to sign players who will play well for us. I'm not really bothered where they come from as long as they play well for the badge. Um, So, yeah, but it seems like also the French League, because it is a little bit more cheap, it's cheaper than probably the Championship. It's definitely cheaper than the Premier League because of how expensive players in the Premier League are. They are hugely, um, hugely expensive. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes laughable. You know, you think of Bournemouth signing Rian Brewster for 23 million, and he was shocking. Shocking. Um, and you think of Nathan Ake to Man City for 40 odd million. You know what I mean? Like going in and try and purchase someone from, from the Premier League is huge. And you could even maybe say Chris Wood, 25 million for Chris Wood. You know what I mean? It's, it's oversaturated. It's hugely, hugely saturated, and it's a lot of money. For players, and you know, Divock Origi was someone who you know a name that passed around a lot. And Divock Origi, you know, he I heard like ten million, but I feel like he would be again twenty something million, and I would much rather prefer for Farner. I think you know we are going to have to go in maybe a bit over, but you know, a bit more than we would like to with these type of players. First off, because it is January, and teams will want to let their players go in January. But also because, you know, we we need players and we have the money. We have the money now. We have 25 million. How much of that is going to go into the transfer budget? I don't know. I would like I would like to say all of it does. Plus Alan Alan Pace's, you know, a little bit of money of his. I'd say we have around about 35, 40 million to, to, to play with, in my opinion. Why not? Why not? If it keeps us up, why not? Because this is an investment by Alan Pace now. He will have to invest his money and hope that we do something with it. If we sign for Fana and Fulgini, he would invest that money in these players, which will be a lot of money, and then hope that we stay up and then he will get his money back because Premier League is very profitable. You know, and, and I think if we do sign these players, there'll be a huge buzz around the club be somewhat different, it'll be exciting and it will be a sort of like a right, okay then, let's go, because Watford are signing players, New uh, Norwich I feel, you know, they just lost 2-0 yesterday to West Ham, I feel like their time is up a little bit, their time is up, obviously we sort of knew that at the beginning of the season, they are sort of a yo-yo club but I feel like, you know, their time is up, they're, you know, it's we're not really competing, I feel like, with them. If they stay up, fair play, but uh, you know what I mean? I don't, I haven't, I haven't heard any transfer news from them. I don't know if they have signed anyone. I know Watford have signed players. Newcastle, obviously, Kieran Trippier and Chris Wood, two former Burnley, you know, players, one of them a legend. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're signing good players. We need to sign players. And I think Fofana and Fulgini, it'll add something different. It'll add, it had pace as well to Burnley, something that we haven't had in how many seasons. And it'll be a different threat. And then Burnley, 
you know, I'll be looking at Burnley. The fans will be looking at Burnley. And we will be thinking, we can do this. We can stay up. It's a different challenge for Sean Dyche this season compared to last season, compared to, you know, every relegation scrap we've been in, I feel. And I feel like this is different because, first off, we're competing against a team that is the richest club in the world, signing players willy-nilly. And second off, we have a very interesting transfer window ahead of us. We do. We have a very interesting transfer window ahead of us, hopefully, if we use it right. If we sign no one, it will be very disappointing. If we sign one player, again, I think it would be very disappointing. I think we need two or three. You know, and I'd like two or three. You know, maybe get Ross Bartley on loan as well and hope that Chelsea pay, you know, a bit of his wages. You know, again, that would be a good option. And I think that is an option that Burnley are going for. Um, if we are able to get a loan player in, it will be Ross Barkley. Um, yeah, I feel like we we need to you know keep pushing, and it is it, it's it's an interesting relegation scrap. I think if you're looking at it from the outside view, but when you're in it, it's you know it's, it's scary. You know you know what I mean. It's scary. It's oh, it's it's going to be nerve wracking, but it's also very different to a relegation scrap we've been in before. Obviously, with the times, you know, COVID and all that, you know, we've got games in hand. But also now we have, we do have a fair bit of money. We don't have Garlic, you know, who, you know, for all the good stuff Garlic did, he did stuff bad. And I think we can blame Garlic a little bit for our situation of the club right now that he left it in. Uh, definitely we can do that. I think I think Garlic did leave the club in a bad state and that's, you know, that is on him. But also he did a lot of good. He did a lot of good, Garlic. We can't forget all the good he did. Um, but yeah, I feel like we do need to definitely just, <laughs> we need to push on. We need to hope that we can, we can stay up. And I think signings in the window, not only to electrify the team, but really to, you know, push the the fans, you know, and, and, and get them on board again. Because right now, this season, it has been quite depressing. It's been slow. It's been woeful to watch at points. The highlight was, you know, the 3-1 uh, loss against Leeds um, and also the loss in the Cup against Huddersfield. It has been dismal and disappointing. We need to bring in players that really will maybe also show Burnley and moving in a different direction with the new owners. Cornet was a great example of that. Adding someone with flair, adding someone with pace, adding someone Burnley haven't seen, you know, a player like that in a long time. And maybe you could compare him to Defoe or, you know, that type of player. But I, again, I don't think he is. Defoe is very much a Burnley player in a sense. He just had a bit of flair in midfield. Where Cornet, you know, he's he's got pace, he's a goal-scoring threat. You know, he's, he's a huge different player for Burnley. And, um, yeah, I think that it, is, it will be a, a different direction to take. And if Alan Pace wants to show progression at Burnley, he's got to sign players. And I would love Fofana. I would love a Fulgini. I would love <laughs> a Ross Bartley as well. Get Ross Bartley in. We also are looking at Jermaine Defoe, 38 years old. Jermaine Defoe, I've heard that that creep up a little bit, uh, you know, as a striker replacement since he's left Rangers. 
And would I like Jermaine Defoe? I feel like it's the same as Aaron Lennon. You know what I mean? Like, he's old. He'll be a good person maybe to have on the bench and bring on. Whether he's, I don't, obviously, he's not going to be quicker than he used to be. I still feel like Jermaine Defoe could put in a little bit of a shift, but you don't want that. You what you want sort of a, a younger player, you know, someone to, you know, someone to make a difference, someone to prove, you know. I'd rather, you know, start a Lewis Richardson from the Youth Academy than Jermaine Defoe, which is saying something. Um, but, you know, within saying that, looking at it from a different angle, um, you know, um, Aaron Lennon's been our best player. Aaron Lennon has been our best player, and that's saying something. And not only that, though, guys, I just got a notification through um, through Sky Sports. Newcastle signed Burnley striker Wood for $25 million. It is completed now. He has left to join Newcastle. Um, now, I feel like Chris Wood is injured, though. I, I mean, I, I don't know. He could maybe not be. Um, but he has now left um, the 30-year-old. Yes, um, they have triggered his release clause and he has now gone. During the podcast, uh, 9 o'clock this morning, uh, Chris Wood has now gone to Newcastle. It's a complete move. We knew he was going to go, um, but it is now completed. $25 million, also something to spend. It's exciting now. It is sort of exciting. I think, obviously... For all, all the respect I have on Chris Wood, I think he has done well for us in the past. But we need to move on to something different. We need to play different. We need to have a bit more pace. We need to, you know, really maybe maybe Deitch needs to maybe look at this team now and go, all right, let's change our tactics then. And 25 million is also very exciting. It, that it sounds exciting to me. And with new owners of Alan Pace, again, it's even more exciting. You know what I mean? I, yeah, we. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know why I'm smiling because we just lost our really one of our only attacking threats, and yet I'm here smiling. And maybe I won't be smiling after Saturday's game against Leicester, but it's it's exciting. It really is that we now have a little money to play with. Why not push for it? Why not go over? Why not? Sign Fofana, sign Fulgini. Let's let's do this. Let's stay up. You know what I mean? There is, I mean, even though a player's just left, I feel like now there is also a little bit of buzz around Burnley because we're expecting a good window. And I feel like if we don't get that good window, then it will it will drop dramatically. You know, this buzz that is around the club will drop significantly. And it will be a huge drop. You know, you will see it. You'll 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 feel it. The drop will be huge that we have. And I think we have to we have to now go in for players and uh yeah, start a Fofana, get a Fulgini. Let's play, you know, let's let's compete, let's play fire with fire. You sign Chris Wood, and I think there is spite in that. Newcastle signing Chris Wood. There is spy in that. And I hope Sean Dyche will, will understand the, the tactics that they're playing and will also see that there is spy in what they're doing. They are trying to get us down. And I hope Sean Dyche goes, all right, fuck you. You know what I mean? Because 
that that is really or you know we need that manager we need that we need Sean Dyche to go in there and go right you know this team just stole one of our best attacking players you say what you want obviously this season he scored three goals but they have stolen our best attacking player we've had in you know a long time you know so let's just fuck it up we need just some passion you know we can't have egos. We can't have prima donnas now. We need passion at the club. We need to wipe back on form. We need to probably drop Tarkovsky and play Collins. He really seems like he wants to fight for a position. Why not give him that fight? Let him play. Let him fight. You know what I mean? Have him and Ben Mee at the back. We're also also reported also also <laughs> we're also um reportedly maybe going in for Nat Phillips. Which again would be a great signing, but maybe in the summer, you know, if we stay up, um, I don't think we need a defender right now. That I mean, especially with Chris Wood left, a defender right now is definitely not what we need. And um, I think Deitch maybe will look at that, and Pace will look at that and go, okay, you know, all these signings of the defenders like Nat Phillips and that maybe can wait till summer. We don't need that right now. We need a, an attacker. We need good midfielders. You know, me need someone maybe on the wing to replace Gunmanson and Lennon. You know what I mean? But I think we can ride out that sort of wing of like Lennon. You know, we can maybe start it. Lennon's been all right. Let's just keep Lennon there and let's help out the midfield, get someone there, maybe get attacking threats. It's exciting times, I think, for Burnley, even though we just lost them. I keep saying it. It's weird. We've lost our best striking option, but it is weirdly exciting. It's exciting in a sense of this is going to be such a huge and different relegation scrap than usual. And not only that, though, we have Newcastle at the turf at the end of the season, a game which I really hope I can make it to. If not, I'll do a watch along. You know what I mean? It will be so much so different and it will be. I just I can't wait for it. You know what I mean? Like it's hopefully this table isn't that, you know, far gone for us or Newcastle. And it will be an exciting way, dramatic way to close out the window. And if we win that, and if we stay up with the signings we've made and the tactical changes Deitch has made, I think if we stay up this season, it will be the biggest achievement Deitch has done since winning the uh, championship um, with 23 games undefeated. I think that will be the biggest achievement, maybe even beating that. To go up against these clubs, you know, Watford, Newcastle, you know, the richest club in the world, you know, and, and, and stay up when they've taken our best players. They've taken our club legend in Kieran Trippier, you know what I mean? They've, They've they penalised us really, and we still stay up. You know, it would be it would be huge. It would be it would be Chris Wood huge. <laughs> uh, it, it Chris would be huge. <laughs> it, you know, and it's exciting. It, it, I'm quite excited, looking forward to it now. Maybe I'll regret it, and and maybe we'll end up really shit, and we won't sign anyone, and it'll be disappointing. But I feel like I've gone off topic of, you know, speaking about your your guy's position. Uh, he was lacking this season and last season. Good. 
25 million daylight robbery. No, not bad. We needed the money. Uh, good if we get another Prem quality striker. We're fucked if we don't. Sad but needed. Well, out of form at the moment. No use to us. A Newcastle fan says absolutely brilliant. Um, didn't expect this, to be honest, by Ryan. Uh, not bothered. Only scored three, Ashton said. Uh, bring back Voxy, Ivan said. <laughs> don't know if he'll help us. Um, Jaden said he's not in his prime anyway. Um, um, Br Brandon says, hopefully we will see something new and a nice, fresh, young face. Um, and I would love to see, you know, a, you know, a player like Lewis Richardson come up and, um, you know, he, him play, you know, he, you know, him do something, you know what I mean? Him, you know, start, him do, you know, something big, you know, I, I'd love to see it. I think he, he would be a good player to have, Lewis Richardson. Let a young player start, let a young player, you know, fight for a position and show and prove something. They will have something to prove. Um, also, Fofana, you know, he's 26 years old. He'll be going into his prime. Why not get him from RC Lens? I, oh, I just think, why the bloody hell not? It'll be a huge, huge... Obviously, I think I think obviously the Premier League is the best league in the world, or maybe that's be, me being obviously biased to the Premier League, but I think, why not? You know, get this player in and help him help us stay up. And I think that is what we need. We need players. Um, someone said, not worth 20 quid and a Copperberg. <laughs> Depends what Copperberg, to be fair. But, and that, that was on about Chris Wood. That wasn't on about Fofana. <laughs> not worth 20 quid and a Copperberg. Look, it's, it's, oh, it's just, it's, I don't know what it is that I'm excited about. But I really am expecting a good January transfer window. I think a lot of Burnley fans are. And hopefully we're able to keep you up to date and and keep you, you know, in the in this spell of, you know, we will have a good window. We will also do a uh, you know, a live stream on YouTube, hopefully, you know, on the last day of the transfer window. Um, you know, the last hour of the transfer window. Not only that though, we'll also upload it to Spotify. Um, just in case you can't watch it, you want to listen to it, we will do that. You know, I just, I've got a lot of hope right now. And I think you have to have hope because we obviously we lost our best striker. But I think right now what we need is to back the boys and to have that little bit of hope. It will also be exciting to see the team sheet, you know, on Saturday. We are very thin on players right now. We are. We have been all season. So to take our best striker away, it really thins us out. But I'm also excited to see how the, you know, the the strikers who are going to play, striker or strikers who are going to play on Saturday, how they play. And maybe, maybe we'll see something different or maybe we'll go, fuck, if Wood was here, he would have done something better. Obviously, also without Maxwell Cornet, Leicester on Saturday is going to be a difficult game. But not impossible. Not impossible. Because we have players who can play football and who are good at playing football. So let's hope they just do that. Let's hope they just play bloody football and do well at it. I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you all, by the way, for your um, your 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 comments on, on, the, on the Chris Wood. Really appreciate it. 
Chris Wood has now officially completed his move to Newcastle. And also, they did it before 12 on Friday. It is a Thursday right now, meaning that he will be able to play for Newcastle on the weekend. Some of that I will probably be watching and, 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 and seeing how he gets on, if he even starts or if he's on the bench. You know, we will see. But for us, Clarets, just keep your eyes out, keep your ears peeled and just be optimistic because I think that's all we can be until the window's closed. Be optimistic that we are going to sign someone. The news, the rumours that would come through from good, reliable sources as well is good to hear. It's good to hear we are definitely acting quickly and trying to sign someone quickly because I think we need to. We need to. And we've been, we've been a bit rushed with the Chris Wood sale, but I think that's what we needed because it seemed like Burnley were going to take their time with this window. They were just going to, you know, see about these, you know, see about these players and maybe not put a bid in until later on. We've been a bit rushed because of Chris Wood's sale, but that's what we need. We need to, you know, we need to have a kick up the arse and go, right, bloody sign someone now because we just lost our best player, our best striker, sorry. Obviously, you can debate whether Corne is a striker, but we've just lost our best attacking threat. We need someone in. And we don't want London Dykes, or however you say his name. Uh, sorry, James Alcott. We don't even want him, so you can keep him. We want Fofana. We want Fulgini. You know, this is, these are the type of players that we want. You know, we want some flair. We want some pace. We want something different to keep us in the Premier League. It's a new challenge. It's somewhat different. But back the boys, up the clarets. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on the Spotify uh, for more exclusive content like this also. Uh, And yeah, thank you very much um, for all the support recently. It's crazy the amount of support we do get on the Instagram, on the YouTube and uh, on the Twitter as well. And hopefully we get a lot more of that as well um also on the spotify thank you very much for the support we really do appreciate everything that's why we're trying to come up with new content and upload content and just you know how you to you know so you can have someone to watch so you're able to be updated with burnley news this is what we're here to do this is why we do it thank you very much for watching guys really appreciate it i will catch you in the next podcast or the next video whatever um bye bye listeners bye bye